Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to again another episode of the Automated Millionaire channel. This may be posted either on one of the video channels or maybe you're just listening into the podcast version of the same. Hi, I'm Mikhail Pitzner. I am also the founder and creator of the Automated Millionaire and its programs, courses and the coaching offered throughout. I help small and medium-sized businesses and I help them make more money. I do so by using sound, good, proven and tested uh, business principles and by systematizing and implementing good business practices. In particular, I have a signature program that I offer, which I call the Automated Millionaire Business System. In this series of episodes here, we are looking at some of the secrets that I have extrapolated from this business program and from not least the business methodology that I've used, the system that I've used to help over a hundred businesses of all kinds of industries, of all kinds of sizes and in uh, all kinds of places uh, spanning the entire US and Canada. Again, these businesses, they hired me to come in as a business consultant. In some cases, the businesses were in dire, dire straits, and that made me really a business turnaround agent, helping them to move away from the brink of bankruptcy and turning them onto a path of prosperity in matters of just weeks or a few months. I'm hopeful that by conveying some of these insights, some of the secrets, some of the experiences and some of the perspectives that I may be able to one way or the other to some form or shape uh, help you create a better business for your business to help you make more money in your business. Again, the uh, outlook is not necessarily just to make more money for the sake of making more money for just being able to buy more stuff, but because that I understand also that quite frankly, with more money, we can solve other problems too, whether these be grand schemes of hopes and passions and endeavors that we have that we really would like to make happen into the world. On a smaller scale, I understand also that when we're struggling in business, it can truly give us a lot of stress that we now have to deal with that stress, not only personally, but it very often spills into our personal life and maybe even into our health. So I believe it's super critical that we get really sound on our business and we make great results. And so I'm really happy that, that I have been able to learn through my own personal experience, which is very vast and very deep and very wide. It spans a a lot of uh, businesses over in Europe, in several countries in Europe, and several spanning several countries and cultures, currencies and languages, and and then also over here in the States, and then into Canada. Again, the businesses I've been involved with have have been either as a business owner or as a hired hand, or as a board of directors member, or as a business consultant or a business turnaround agent. And my dealings have been both in private companies, that has been the most part of them, but also a, com- a couple of companies that went on to becoming publicly traded companies by stock introductions. Again, what we're looking at in this series are some of the secrets of what makes it possible for somebody like me or some of my esteemed colleagues as business consultants and business turnaround agents to go in to a business that's really, really struggling and getting it onto some very stellar results in matters of mere weeks or maybe just a few months. What is it that they are able to do? What makes them able to do that? 
when the business owners and their teams have been struggling at it, maybe even for several years. There are businesses we've helped that were actually doing really greatly, but they just wanted to get to a higher level, so a much higher level of performance. And again, the system and the method that we did uh, go about handling that business and handling that uh, uh, charge was basically the same system. So whether you are running a business that is doing poorly or having some difficulties or having struggles, or you are running a business that's doing really well, the systems and the lessons that you should be able to walk away with should be uh, are the same. Now, in the last episode, we looked at four more of the secrets. Uh, these were you've got to have authority. These were that you've got to assess the current situation. It's great that you have the end goal in mind, but you also need to know where you are today. You've got to kind of review what are your resources available, how bad is the situation, or how great is the situation, what are the pluses and minuses, and so on. What are the strengths and the weaknesses that you have? So you've got to assess the current situation. And then also we talked about numbers. So for instance, we need to use the numbers in business. The numbers tell everything. They pretty much give you, you know, the clues of where are things going wrong in the business. They very easily can help you di uh, direct your attention to where do you need to really study and, and make some, some hard implementations and focus your, your, most of your energies on. Um, and sometimes we do need that narrative that, you know, the personal experience of our people or yourself or so on or the, the clients and customers that you serve um, to see what are the challenges that you need to be facing for the business also. But for sure, we definitely use numbers and we use them extensively. Um, we also, that was the final secret we spoke about uh, in the last episode, we need to question the numbers. We need to question validity. Sometimes our bookkeeping is off or sometimes it's like, well, we didn't perform all the necessary steps that would have been involved. Uh, I spoke about a specific uh, example last week, uh, sorry, on the last episode, I spoke about a specific example of a, an appliance store that had gone through the motion of ordering the appliances to their clients, gotten them home, shipped them out, installed them, done all of that work, but forgot one small little detail in the process of handling the business. That one little small detail was they had forgotten to actually invoice the uh, the invoices, send out the invoices for the appliances and therefore not gotten paid. So you can imagine their cash flow was really hurting and this was putting a lot of toll and a lot of stress on the business. And that's why I was called in initially is like help them because we are struggling so much with our business and we don't understand why. Well, naturally you're going to be struggling if, if you do all the work, have the, all the expenses, but have no money coming in because you forgot to invoice them. Didn't mean that they didn't invoice anybody because they did have some, but that's probably why it fell through the cracks. Now, how I found out as I spoke about last time was I actually could read it off the books that that those books did not uh, tell the narrative or did not match the narrative of the challenges and, and trouble and it had worked up the business had worked up at a, at a considerable amount of inventory for this size of uh, company and that did not match up with the fact that when you are struggling when you don't have cash you don't typically build inventory so something was off. Either that inventory had been sold out the back door, which I was at first, I was very nervous about, uh, or it was quite simply that they had forgotten to invoice. 
And uh, you may be laughing a little bit of that matter and so on, but you know, I can assure you it happens more often than not that companies actually forget it. We have seen it, me and my colleagues have seen it, numerous amount of, of companies. So again, the bottom line is that you can learn so much from the numbers and you can find out the reasons behind the struggle in a lot of the numbers. So the numbers we use extensively. Now we're going to move on and I'm going to try to pick up the pace because I do value you. I do value your time and I understand that some of these uh, episodes have been a little long and so on. And I will try to endeavor to go through it briskly and fast. If you want more detailed and instructive how to look at things and how to understand numbers and how to get the tools and have the tools, the right tools to help you make everything easier, more smoothly and so on, then by all means, I invite you to go and visit the automatedmillionaire.com. You'll find more free training, but you'll also find some uh, insights to some of the programs and not least the coaching that I offer that can help you make these things happen. For now, let's continue on with our uh, more uh, secrets of a good sound business uh, 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 advisor, business mentor, or a business consultant, or for, for a business turnaround agent. And again, for you, this is not meant for you to become a business agent or a business turnaround agent or a business consultant, but it's for you to become the best business manager and business operator, business owner for your business. So let's look at the next one. So the next secret is one that we all know is super critical. And we actually just had that example of our uh, appliance store that we spoke about and it has to do with cash flow. So the next secret is we get really, really, really clear on cash flow. So the one of the first things that I do on the first day within the first few hours of visiting a new client is I have to go straight to the cash flow and map out exactly what that cash flow is. Now, cash flow is not just about thinking about, okay, well, um, my bank account says I have $10,000 for, for my disposal in my business. And okay, maybe I need to go a little bit deeper than that and then say, well, I know come Thursday, I'll have to meet payroll and that payroll is going to be about six and a half thousand. And then I also have bills, which are going to be twelve and a half thousand. And then I was like, okay, well, that's, that's actually a negative already, but oh yeah, I do have some money coming in also. I've sent out these invoices and I do expect to be paid, uh, come, you know, the first few days of this coming week. I do expect to be paid, uh, about, uh, $7,000. Well, it's a little bit deeper than that and specifically the more detailed and the more precise you can make it, the better you can make and base your decisions because now you're basing your decision not on, on a whim, not by winging it, not by hoping, not by gut feeling, not just by what does it say in your bank account. But you're basing it on some really educated basis and now you can make, make a much better decision about, okay, should I invest in this machine that's going to have these benefits but have this expense? Should I hire another person? What is the cost going to be? What is the burden? What is the obligation going to be? Can I afford that? Or maybe even can I afford not to do it? Because you see, if we go deeper into cash flow, we also use the cash flow to project, you know, any changes that we're going to make in the business. So when I come in as a business consultant, I am there to try and make 
a lot of changes and not the changes to for the sake of making changes but for the sake of getting a better business for the sake of making the client much more money and for the sake of, of making the operations run much more smoothly and teaching the client how to do so and teaching the team members of the client to run the business so that eventually the client can truly become a business owner which means you know in the pure essence of it that you own the business but are not necessarily the instrumental part of making it run on a daily day-to-day basis so anyway so so we gotta we gotta get very clear on cash flow and it's super super critical in the businesses that i've helped in person when the cash flow was at the most dire state, I would basically go in and say, look, I am taking over the management of the cash. I would basically say nobody gets paid, nobody takes out money, nobody pays uh, any vendors or anything unless I approve it first. Because sometimes it was that dire and what they would sometimes do is they would spend money on things that, you know what, that is secondary priority. We need to take care of the first priorities first. That's a little bit <laughs> scope for a lot, a lot bigger conversation. So we're going to have that some other time. If you're interested in some really, really great tools for running a cash flow uh, and the lessons that go about it and how you can, um, the lessons that can train also your bookkeeper, because I like your bookkeeper to be the one who actually carries out the tool and and feeds it all the information and then you as a business owner you need to instruction of how to use it to make the best decisions but if you like more on that i do have a program that is uh, coming up it's uh, uh, my uh, uh, program on cash flow management and it'll have the tools and it'll have the instructional videos and so on so by all means if you're interested in that either shoot me a message or leave a comment about that or by all means go to the automatedmillionaire.com so the automatedmillionaire.com that is my website and then look for the products and and courses that has the cash flow service in there and that brings me to the next secret and the next secret is of course that we use tools now you are already using tools in your business i'm sure your bookkeeping is already in some sort of platform whether it's uh, quickbooks or uh, some uh, some other bookkeeping uh, software i'm sure that that you're using something of that effect and that's a tool i'm sure that most of you are probably using uh, calculators or uh, excel sheet or you know the calculator on your phone or something so you're probably already using tools to a large degree when we spoke about the cash flow management well i couldn't possibly want to do that to any large degree without a tool my favorite tools of all are pen and paper but to run a cash flow whereby i can actually look at it and within five minutes i can know exactly what i can and cannot do over the course of the next 13 weeks or maybe even 52 weeks that puts me in a very, very powerful position. And it makes me much better at, at being able to make out the best decisions for where we're going. I also use this tool, the cash flow management tool, to track implementation of what it is that we have found that's gonna better the business. So if we introduce a new product line, for instance, well, then I want to put in into the cash flow. What is the revenues that I'm expecting, the sales I'm expecting to come in over the course of weeks uh, uh, going forward? And also by the same token, what are the expenses that go into either 
delivering upon that service uh, or that uh, product or delivering or producing that. Uh, so I need to have both the income and the expenses, so both the inflow of the cash, but also the outflow of the cash. But it gives me a very, very clear picture of where are we going. And also it keeps me very much at hand on hand on, am I getting the benefits of my changes in the business? So as a business consultant, a business turnaround agent, we use it extensively to actually prove that we are actually making things happen. Not just so that we can prove to the client that, look, for every dollar you spend with me, I'm going to give you at least two back or that your investment with me is sound and is safe and you're getting some real return on your investment, not just some fancy ideas, the more polished business, but you're actually getting real, more, uh, real cash out of your investment. But I'm also doing it to see that, well, did we actually implement it? Are we getting the result that we expected? Is it better? Is it worse? Is it delayed? Is it faster than we thought? What is happening? Are we doing what, I, what, what we set out to do? So it's part of the tools and part of the elements that we use. Again, for the cash management tool and the cash management uh, uh, project, and uh, I do have this program that I offer and I invite you to have a look at that to further detail. The next part uh, of our secrets is that we also need to prioritize. So when we come into the business and we find out, okay, we have a problem with productivity, we have a product with problem with cash flow, we have a problem with um, uh, efficiency, we have a problem with people, uh, we have uh, a problem with our safety in our workspace, we have a quality problem with our products. Whatever it is, we need to make sure that we can prioritize what is really, truly important. When I visit companies and so on, I have to first find out, okay, which area of the business is truly suffering. So quick uh, side note here. So a business can really be made up of three uh, separate units or three components, so to speak, or three buckets, so to speak. The first one is sales. Without sales, you have nothing. You don't have a business. You can't have a business unless you're selling uh, because it's unsustainable. You have to have sales. So the first component is sales. Then when you deliver upon the sales, when you have to make that happen, whether it is that you're buying something and selling it onwards, or if you're producing something or you're delivering services, all of that we call uh, into the bucket that we call operations. So we have to do something uh, to deliver upon our sales. So the sales is basically get the work and then the operation is basically do the work. And then the final bucket is the one that we call finance. It's where we make sure that we keep all the numbers. It's where we track all our expenses. It's where we track all our invoices that we're sending out. So our income is supposed to come in and we match up with our bank accounts and all that. It's where we do all our bookkeeping. So it's also the bucket that we say that is where we get paid. It's also where we keep score. So when I come to a client and they are in great trouble and so on, I have to very, very quickly assess where is the biggest necessity uh, of, of effort that we need to set in first in order or maybe not just first, but also certainly what is the biggest priority, what is the biggest struggle of the company in concern, um, where is it that that needs to be uh, focused, which bucket does it rely to.
I had a agricultural uh, equipment supplier and uh, a service uh, of uh, agricultural equipment and so on. And they had both a feed store and and uh, equipment store of certain kinds, and also large equipment uh, for the for the fields and so on. And so the first trouble that I saw that once I kind of like went through, you know, dissecting what's happening in the company was that the, the big problem they had, the big overshadowing problem was sales. Now, a lot of problems in business you can actually work your way out of by sales, but very often it's not necessarily sales uh, where the problem is, but it's really where, um, how much are you getting out of the sales? So your productivity or your costing, your margins and all of those, or it could also be in the finance department. For this particular agricultural company, uh, it was definitely sales. So we had to, first of all, make sure that we prioritize our efforts of building the sales. Uh, maybe, you know, for your store, it was certainly there were certain products that didn't move. Well, we needed to change those out and find other products that were better, um, products that had more margin, products that had more turnover ratio, and so on. Um, I'm not going to go into details about all of that right now, but, but you, we need to prioritize. For you as a business owner, same thing. We only have 24 hours in the day, but 24 hours in the day is also enough. Maybe that spills into a, let's call it an eight hour workday, but it is also enough. It's, it's, it has to do with that where we prioritize. Um, another side note is I have a lot of clients that they, they're struggling sincerely and they're stressed and it's stressed and it's spilled over into you know this stressful life with the spouse and so on and the home front uh, money is tight and health is uh, beginning to wean also because of all the stress and so on and yet what often happens is that they don't know how to go about changing it, uh, changing the day-to-day -day of the business and making better results so the very often they kind of do what they like to do more or what they feel comfortable with while all the trouble areas they keep untouched. So again, I've had clients that they, you know, they like to update the Facebook with, you know, maybe it was a little ad or maybe it was a little news flash or something. And had it turned into a lot of extra sales, we had a good profit margin zone, it probably would have been good, but this was not the case. It was more of a, 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 a very typical symptomatic behavior of I don't know what to do so I'll do something like you know update a picture remove the background spend a lot of time doing that in in a an, an effort to feel like well I'm doing something and it's I'm doing what I feel I'm good at or what I feel comfortable with but it didn't change the results so anyways, we got to prioritize and you as a business owner need to prioritize. You need to say, well, what is truly in business? Uh, what is truly important that I get going? Um, what is the needle mover? Let's not focus a lot of things on the things that are just shiny and doesn't really do much for us. Let's do things that actually turn into a result. For me as a, as a business consultant, it's very much as like my promise is, you know, I am going to make you more money. So in other words, you spend more money with me, you invest in me, but it is to help you make more money. So the priority here is like, we got to do something that actually makes you money, right? So when I do my courses and programs and so on, there may be a lot of things that I'm teaching you also that will give you the foundation, the background and so on. And some of it might seem a little boring, but at the end of the day, 
I need to make sure that you know these parts so you can implement whatever it is that you need to implement in the business to make the extra money. So the last uh, secret we're going to look at is then we make a plan. We don't just show up, uh, open up the doors and switch on the light and sit by the phone and sit down at the desk and look at our computer and then wait for life to show up or wait for business to happen. We've got to have a plan for how are we going to make it happen. And, you know, in the consultant world, when I come in, I've I got to find out, okay, what's the priority? That I, what are the big troubles? What are the priorities? Where are we going? Where are we at now? So how do I map out how I'm going to get there? With a lot of experience, it gets easier to kind of map it out. But even with less experience, if you have assessed where you want to go, if you have assessed where you are now, then you can begin to map it out. And you can certainly see also by the prioritization, okay, sales is a big issue. We need to hire two more salespeople. We need a better sales training. We need a better way of turning our prospects the clients and customers into not just leads, but turning them into actual paying clients. Or it could be like our productivity is not great. We need to instill a better way of doing things so we can produce more widgets in the same hours or that we can um, be more efficient and not drive our costs down so our profits go up. It can be a m- many different things and I've seen it all, but for your business, you got to find out what is that that you need to do and focus on right here, right now. So anyways, those were four more secrets in our series here of the secrets of a top business turnaround agent. I hope this serves you. Believe me, I've seen all of these things lacking in businesses, so I would not give them to you unless I really knew that this has an overwhelming amount of companies that are not seeing all of these. They are not understanding to capture all of these issues. So all of the secrets I've picked out for the mere fact that they are critical to producing a better result. So if you are doing really good on pretty much all of these secrets, then I would say you are really far ahead of the curve of most of the companies I've seen. But I'm suspecting that there might be things that maybe you're doing okay, but you might actually go in and revisit these and you'll find that you can actually do even better. And I don't mean by doing more, I mean actually by doing better and making a better business, more streamlined business, and it's going to create more time for you. We can't get more time, but if we do better and become more efficient and actually can remove ourselves eventually to become the business owner, have people run it for us, now we actually created more time for ourselves. So anyways, with that, I'm going to wrap up. I Again, I am, uh, appreciate you so much. I appreciate your time and I hope this was valuable to you. I'd love to have any feedback and comments. Um, I'd love for you to hit the like button. I'd love for you to subscribe and I'd love to, for you to share uh, this information and this platform with anybody that you think it might be helpful to. And of course, I would love for you to consider looking at one or two, several of my programs or my coaching. Thank you so much. This was Mikhail Pitzner, also known as the Automated Millionaire. I'll see you in future episodes.